today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. With roughly 10 weeks until Inauguration Day, President-elect Joe Biden continues to move forward with his transition team, uh, despite the fact that he's not getting any cooperation from uh, Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, zero cooperation. Trump still has not conceded. Uh, there are some roadblocks that have come from away, though. Uh, Global News Reggie Cicchini down in Washington gives us the latest. Naming his White House Chief of Staff on Wednesday night, Joe Biden is wasting no time in preparing to take the keys to the Oval Office, even as the sitting president refuses to concede, potentially putting national security at risk by keeping classified information out of Biden's sight. And while some members of the GOP stand behind Donald Trump, others, including a senator from Oklahoma and a former Bush administration official, have broken their silence saying the results of the election stand and it's time for Trump to move on. But the campaign is refusing to budge, getting a partial win in Georgia with a hand recount following a razor-thin margin between Trump and Biden. The majority of fraud-based challenges have failed, with judges citing no evidence. States still have weeks to certify their results. The president's term, per the Constitution, will end on January 20th. Reggie Chikini, Global News, Washington. So how's this all going to play out? And, and is, you know, we've heard some talk that there might be some cracks in the Republican support for Trump. I'm not so sure that's happening. I want to bring Brian J. Kerman to the conversation. Brian, of course, is the executive editor of Sentinel Newspapers and a political analyst that you see on CNN. Uh, and, and a, by the way, a, a great podcast that we'll talk about in a couple of seconds, too. Brian, good to have you back in the program. Good to be back. How long is this good? I, I mean, Welcome to January 20th. I mean, that's the inauguration day. Uh, these guys are dragging this out. Days, baby. 69 <laughs> days. You got, you got it circled on the calendar. Uh, is it going to take 69 yeah. days to resolve this? Oh, well, the electors have to vote by December 14th. So, yeah. uh, do but the there, math. there was talk of even today, playing that, though, uh, Brian. Pardon? There was some talk about even delaying that because of the uh, the Georgia recount. Yeah, that's not going to be delayed. And Good. by the way, uh, Biden doesn't need Georgia. Biden already has, without Georgia, 290 electoral votes. Donald Trump is just going to have to take his medicine, put on his big boy pants, and walk out the door. Is there anybody telling him that? Well, yeah, apparently uh, the voice of reason let this sink in is uh, Jared and Melania who have tried to tell him that he's got to concede, and now there are five, I think, Republican senators or congressmen who are saying the same thing, that he's he's got to give up the ghost and move on. Look, this is just a con job. Donald Trump is a con artist. He doesn't want a coup. He's trying to figure out how to make money off of, his, off of losing the election. He has 71 million people who voted for him. If he can get $20 a piece out of each of them, he'll be happy to do that, pay down his debt, move on like the charlatan that he is, vowing to come back in 2024, and then bilking the countryside until he disappears like every con man has before him. In the meantime, he's putting the rest of us in a state of, you know, of, of, tense, uh, you know, of tension that we don't need. Let me ask you something because I, I've, you know, you watch some of the coverage on MSNBC and CBS and and all the other networks, CNN, of course, uh, and, and you've heard some of these senators. And Senator Sass, I guess, was one of the Republicans, simply saying, you know, he's he's got to put what's best for the country ahead of his own personal interest. You've been covering him every day for four years, Brian. Has he ever put the interests of the country ahead of his no. own interest? <laughs> he's never put anybody's interest before his own, and he never will. That's the nature of his. Uh, narcissism. That's the nature of who he is. You know, if he weren't the president of the United States, you'd feel kind of sorry for him. He's 
he's your drunk uncle that you can't get to leave the barbecue and he feels like he's unloved. Donald Trump has this compelling need to be loved and to be liked, and he's going to beat you over the head with that until he can't anymore. He can't after 69 more days. I tell everybody to relax. In 69 days, he's gone whether he wants to be or not. I talked to the Secret Service, by the way, and they told me, I said, what happens on January 20th if he doesn't want to leave? And they said between them and the U.S. Marshal Service, they know how to handle squatters. So Donald will be gone. Uh, yet the talk is still going on, and, and you know, Giuliani's got a new you know, conspiracy theory almost every hour now on, on social media. Some of the stuff he's been tweeting has just been ridiculous. Uh, but you're right, his, his ardent followers, uh, they eat every one of these things up. Sure. Yeah, that's that. I, I can't, you know, I cannot fathom being, it, you know, I guess it was Mark Twain who said it's easier to con people than convince them they've been conned. Um, and that's exactly the truth. He's. He's conned a great many people, some of whom I, I respect and like, but they have bought the idea that Donald Trump is something that he isn't. Donald Trump is a con artist, and if you can't see that, you're the mark. What about the impact in, that, that he's had? And you've seen the clips. You and I have talked about this in the past, about uh, when Trump was running for the nomination five, six years ago, I guess, five years ago. Uh, you had clips of, of Lindsey Graham and, and, and uh, Mitch McConnell and God knows how many other people saying this guy's a, he's a fraud, all the stuff that you know, we know him to be, yet they became some of his strongest advocates once he won the nomination and, of course, became president. Why are they still sticking around? This, this guy, is, he's lost, and everybody knows money. he's lost. It, it boils down to money. either, and, and some of it is where the money came from in Lindsey Graham's case or Mitch McConnell's case. They got money from the NRA. Some of that came from Russia, and they're afraid of that coming out. And But you're, to your point, what you said in the beginning, that's exactly right. These people are not going to go away. Trumpism won't go away because Donald Trump does. He is an incompetent uh, <laughs> autocrat. He's an incompetent man. What happens when we have a competent one who's capable of doing what Donald Trump does? That's the scary part for the United States. That type of despot, that type of dictator, that type of fascist is scary because there are 71 or 72 million people out there who want that type of authoritarianism. And it's, mm -hmm. that's got to change. The body politic in the U.S. has got to change if we're to keep that from occurring in the future. And I totally agree. I think that's that's the case. And you're right. They, they've developed an appetite now. It's, it's you know, he's fed them this stuff for four years right now, and they've lagged it up. And now they're saying, okay, if it's not going to be him, somebody else has got to give us the same menu. We want we want this. Uh, and, and let's face it. I know that I've heard the rumor, too, that, you know, if he does go away, well, he's going to go away, as you say, by the 20th, uh, that he may run again in four years. Well, first of all, he's going to be four years older. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen to him from a, a litigation standpoint, uh, you know, in, in the interim. I mean, i got to figure that uh, Cyrus Vance Jr. in uh, the Southern District of New York is going to have something to say about that. Uh, and there's a whole <laughs> bunch of other things that are going on. I mean, this that that's one of the things I think we speculated on, is one of the reasons he's trying to hang on to power right now is because he's he's exposed legally the minute he walks out of the White House. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there's two reasons. One, he's going to be exposed legally, and there's been the scenario that, you know, that he gets on Air Force One and leaves, you know, on January 20th. And when Air Force One lands and drops him off at Mar-a-Lago, 
there'll be four or five black SUVs there with, you know, velvet-lined handcuffs and subpoenas for them. That's that's indeed a possibility because the Southern District of New York is laying in wait for him to be available to be indicted for a variety of different uh, crimes. But even more importantly, Donald Trump doesn't has always dealt with courts, right? He's sued. He's papering the courts now. He delays. He knows that game. What he can't get away from is that he's got about a billion dollars in debt coming his way, and he's got to pay it. That's why he's doing what he's doing right now. He's trying to find a way to make money out of the fact that he lost. He's got 71, 72 million voters. Like I said, he's probably doing the math right now going, if I, if I get you know, 20 bucks out of each of them, maybe I can pay off my debt and then pay for a better uh, you know, legal representation than the cockroach Rudolph Giuliani. What's, what's going to happen with the court cases? Of course, I, I find it fascinating, Brian, uh, that the, the, the people that are filing and the Trump lawyers that are filing these, these uh, affidavits and filing these, these lawsuits in, in Pennsylvania and other places, uh, they want it sealed. They don't want it made public. And it, it's almost as if they're embarrassed to see what's actually included in these things. Well, they are because they've been tossed out. Most of the courts have been tossing things out. And he can say anything he wants in public and on social media, fraud, this and that. But the lawyers have been admitting in court that there is no fraud. You can't lie in the court of law because there are, in fact, repercussions for doing so. So if you want to end up in jail, you lie in court. Otherwise, you tell the truth. And so that's why a lot of this stuff has been has been thrown out of courts because Donald Trump has no factual information to back it up. He tweeted out a videotape of people gathering up votes and said, look what it's come to. This is fraud in the U.S. And what it was actually video of was people picking up the votes and taking them to be processed, which is legal and was done correctly. But he will tell you one thing in social media on television and then it's quite a different thing once he gets into a court of law. Yeah, as one judge uh, suggested, I guess, to one of the Trump lawyers, you you are a member of the bar. In other words, if you lie to me right now, you may not be a member of the bar very much longer. And that's when he had to admit, yeah, we had people there observing. Well, I guess you know, notwithstanding what what we, you know the affidavit says here. So yeah, they're getting called out in situations like that. So that that legal fight uh, may just be a paper tiger that doesn't that doesn't really have anything going on. But it's the double standard right. I think that's bothering. You know, well, they may, yeah, it bothers he, he, everyone. But perjury isn't a double standard. That's no, they're not lying in court. <laughs> you can't lie to the judge, <laughs> and that's what he does out here on social media. Everyone's afraid of a coup. Everyone's, you know, upset because Pompeo said we'll be continuing with a, a Trump administration. That was just a bad joke. I know Pompeo. He looks like he's always waiting for ten cheeseburgers when he gets off the stage. Nothing about him is funny, and nothing, even though he tries, he, he, he'd be nice if he were honest, but he's not. But Donald Trump says all of this stuff. He even had Kaylee McEnany out preaching for him as a member of his campaign this morning on news shows. And when asked the question about what's going on at the White House, she said, well, I'll, you'll have to refer to the White House for that. Well, she is White House. She's the yeah. spokesman for the White House. There's nothing that comes out of these people's mouths that isn't duplicitous, that isn't a lie, that isn't meant to shake you down for money. 
More people understand that than not. 78 to 80 percent of the people in the country believe that the election is, uh, you know, accurate and justified and Biden's our next president. And Donald Trump is risking losing those 72 million voters who voted for him because they'll find out eventually that he's a con artist. And so he's trying to bilk them for as much money as he can before he leaves. You know, because you've talked about this in the past, I mean, Mike Pompeo wants to run for president at some point. Uh, Marco Rubio <laughs> wants to run for president again. At what point are they actually going to break away, or did they just fear Trump that much that they're just going to stay here and just be a good little soldier? Well, that's that's a good question. I mean, after Trump backed uh, uh, the current head of the RNC, to continue, Ron or whatever her name is, to continue. And so he's looking at running the party himself for the next four years. But as you said, he will be four years older. He's not in the best of health. And there will be a big jockeying for position among the Tea Partiers and the far right and the QAnon supporters for control of the Republican Party. What will be interesting is to see if people of common sense, decency, and, and sanity uh, take over the Republican Party, like the Lincoln Project, those people who actually have yeah, Rick Wilson uh, and the like, yeah. What the policies of the uh, Republican Party are and what they should be. Now, if those same people take over the party, the Republican Party has a future. If they don't and it continues swinging as far to the right and as far crazy as it has, it's going to be a marginalized minority party by 2024. And while he has 72 million voters now, I don't know that they will continue in the future because part of Trumpism relies on his personality and his ability to con people. And there are some disingenuous, ignorant, ugly people left, but they're not as as good at conning people as Donald Trump. And even the speculation that he wants to run again in four years. Brian, you know this guy's history. He doesn't, I don't know if he has a four-year commitment to anything. He loses interest quickly and just no. drops it and, and heads no. off and does something else. I'll say it right here and right now. He will not run for 2024, in 2024 if he's alive. He will not run for re-election. He doesn't care and doesn't want it. He never cared and never wanted it. He originally ran because he wanted to increase the, the value of his brand and, and increase the level of awareness for his brand. Um, the Democrats put up a candidate that the Republicans were easy, able to bat down, and she didn't campaign as well as she should have. And by a miracle stroke, he got 80,000 or 100,000 votes that uh, tipped the scale in a couple of states to give him an electoral victory. He never had a mandate. He, he lost in the I mean, he lost in 2016 the popular vote. He yep. lost the popular vote in 2020, and now he lost the electoral vote, and now he's got to go away. Brian J. Karam, always great to get your reporting on this. And the podcast is called? It's called Just Ask the Question, and that was the title given to me. Uh, actually, I credit Helen Thomas for that because she told me a long time ago, it isn't the answer that they give. It, it doesn't matter what their answer is. They don't even have to give you an answer. But just ask the question because that way they cannot deny that the issue has been brought before them. So we always try to just ask the question. Well, I ask our listeners to check it out, too. Uh, endorsed by the great Helen Thomas. There you go. Uh, Brian, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us again today. Sure. Take care.
Take care. Brian J. Karam, of course, uh, from, uh, well, Sentinel Newspapers and White House reporter for uh, CNN. Uh, you've seen him on many times, too, in some of the, the panel discussions about what's been going on. Crazy times down there, and uh, maybe it will get resolved. I mean, we're hearing stories today. I know Reggie and uh, and others, Jackson Prosco from uh, Global News, are reporting that uh, there's a lot more pressure now from Republicans to tell Trump to just drop it and move on. We'll see. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.